welcome. Welcome, everybody, to our show, Connect, Inspire, Create. I am Carol, a digital marketing coach, helping women aspiring to simply start and take their dreams to plans. And I am joined with my co-host, Trish, a certified professional coach with an emphasis on managing anxiety and burnout, how to return to our center to enjoy calmer days. Hello, hello. And as two coaches, we invite you to connect with the wonderful guests we have, like our special guest today. And we hope it will inspire you to live your life and build your business with new enthusiasm and create what you desire in your life with freedom. Hence the name Connect, Inspire, Create. Lovely. And Jody Krangle, thank you for joining us. We are Hi, welcoming Jody. you as our guest today and thrilled to have so you much. on board. I appreciate um, I, you're inviting me. This is mm, great. <laughs> it's lovely to have you join us. And we're going to be chatting about two topics that I think many of our listeners are going to find really interesting. Self-employment strategies and how outsourcing has saved Jody's life. And I think that's something that I know Trish wants to hear definitely a lot more about, and so do I. And then being an introvert and a business owner. And I know that... There's a lot more to the word introvert, and I think people have mislabeled that word. So we'll dig into that. But I did want to just first introduce you, Jody, to our sure. audience and just share a little bit about you. So Jody has been a voice actor since 2007 and has worked with clients from major brands all over the world, including Dell, BBVA, and Kraft. She's also a singer, and she has put out her own album of jazz, blues, and traditional tunes you can Very cool. listen at ears. <laughs> I know. I think this is wonderful. Jody Cranglemusic.com. And then over the years and doing what she does, she has learned a lot about sound and how that influences people. She has her own podcast, Audio Branding, the hidden gem of marketing. And that you can find out more on audiobrandingpodcast.com. And for more information on Jody, and we will share this in the show notes, you can find her at voiceover, voiceovers, <laughs> voiceoversandvocal.com. But Jody is going to share with us how to work as a solopreneur in this very busy, overwhelming world. She was an early adopter of the internet, and I can relate to that. I, it's kind of crazy when we think back to you know, where we started too, and how things, how things are now. But what, yeah, we've come a long way. And I have to say, Jody, I'm very, uh, I have to ask you a question. It says here, Jody is an unapologetic media geek and a D&D player. And you are saying that D&D is great for improv and learning team dynamics. And I have to ask you, may I, what is a D&D player? Oh, uh, Dungeons and Dragons. Have you not heard of Dungeons and Dragons? Absolutely. Oh, I guess I'm yes. one that hasn't. So. Uh, okay. Well, I mean, first off, you go to any internet anywhere, put in Dungeons and Dragons, you will find tons of information. But basically what it is, is a tabletop involved storytelling kind of game. So you're... Uh, 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 what they call a game master puts you through a scenario. You are in um, some kind of a world, whatever that is. You play a certain character. You're playing with other people who are playing other characters, and you have to achieve a goal of some kind. So it's, but it's very, it's very role play heavy. So it's very much like improv, and. Okay. 
And you are, you know, playing out your character and what they would do in a given situation and working with others and, you know, achieving what the storyline is suggesting, you know, there's right. a lot that of that goes into time it. part of your part of oh, your yeah. career. I love it. I love right. it. Yeah. yeah. And I can see team dynamics. I mean, how wonderful to build and to role play and to pick on other characters, I guess. And, and, oh, yeah. Yeah. How fun. Oh, I guess I'm going to have to check it out. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of fun. I've been doing it probably since I was 18 and I'm very much older than that now. Interesting. So you've been at it for a while. Yeah. I don't know. And it's like of... its own planet, isn't it? Isn't it, Jody? I mean, it's really like a culture and a community, and I'm sure you have a <laughs> yeah. huge circle of friends in that community, too. <laughs> Actually, it's Yeah, it's smaller than you might think, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, there are some people that I have been playing this game with for 25 plus years, because we've wow. known each other for that long. And it used to be that you had to be local, but nowadays with all of the great streaming strategies that people have, you can play uh-huh. with people anywhere. And mm-hmm. right now I have a, a Thursday crew that gets together every Thursday night and plays. And I'm one of two other Canadians, but there's also two Americans from, um, I think, Pens- uh, Pennsylvania and Ohio, I think is the other one. Um, so yeah, like there's, we're all we're all at anywhere we want to be. <laughs> Just kind and of I awesome. love that. I love yeah. that. I mean, that's part of what our whole, you know, the Connect Inspire creates and having this global mm-hmm. encompassing and inviting mm-hmm. and including and just experiencing other people's lives in different places around the world is yeah um, definitely well I'm going to segue right into some of our questions here and I think I think Carol if you don't mind I mean this ties in nicely because when we think about playtime I mean I'm hey I'm not taking Dungeon and Dragons seriously I definitely am taking it seriously but when you think about those wonderful outlets that are such an important part of our lives um I was most interested Jody when Carol and I were doing some prep for this this episode um, one of the areas you were going to share with our listeners and Carol and I today was about self-employment strategies mm-hmm. because all of us here on this episode and then many of our listeners are self-employed, sure. solopreneurs as we call them. Mm-hmm. And um, one thing I was personally really interested in was how outsourcing saved your life in, in <laughs> one of the areas that we were reading about, Miss Jody, Um, If we can outsource, it gives us more time to do the things we love in our personal lives. And so, you know, maybe I'll take up Dungeons and Dragons. It's probably never too late. (laughs) It's never too late. No. (laughs) Um, I think that people get outsourcing a little wrong. And the reason that I think they do is because they don't do it sooner than they than they could. Like they, they could do it a lot sooner than they think. Put it that way. And I think that what that makes possible is for us to be able to do what we really shine in, which, you know, ultimately makes you more money to be able to outsource more stuff. (laughs) So you got to get that cycle starting soon. (laughs) But I will say that, yeah, because I'm a voice actor and I am technically a solopreneur, this is something that I have to do the one thing. I have to do the voice acting. That's what I do. I don't have to necessarily do the bookkeeping or the audio engineering or the marketing outreach or the social media or anything else, really. Um, I could give that to someone else who's much better at it than I am and just focus on my core responsibilities and what I love to do. And 
in a way that you have to start somewhere, right? So as you know, doing what I do, I wear a lot of hats. And I understand that that's a needed thing. And a lot of solopreneurs are going to have to wear a lot of hats in the beginning. And that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Know everything that you're going to be passing off. (laughs) Know how it works and how you want it to work. And then when you give it to someone to do, you'll know whether they're doing it better than you or not. (laughs) Now, that's a really good point right there. That's a great point. That's the gem, because if you cannot describe what you want and what you're doing, mm-hmm. how do you hand it to somebody else and then ask them to deliver to the level that you're expecting from them? Exactly. So, you have to start somewhere. So I'm really picky that way. Maybe I'm just like an A-type personality. I just can't let it go. <laughs> but I forced myself after I knew how everything worked. And Like, for instance, um, I give my show notes for my podcast to someone else to uh, create for me. And it's taken many different people to get to the point where I'm happy (laughs) because I'm very picky about this kind Mm -hmm, of stuff. And mm -hmm. and this is how my podcast is being represented to the world. And I want to make sure that it's good. (laughs) You know, so like I've had interesting relationships with people who didn't work out. And I had to know what I wanted to be able to tell them what I needed. So having done it myself. And then communication plays into that as well. Because, boy, if there's an upside to that, which I always do try to see the upside of things, you know, the awkwardness of having to set those healthy boundaries, you get better and better at um, one of the things that we really focus on in my coaching practice is learning to say no and how to do that with kindness. That's a good one. And it's it's a tough one. So yeah. good for you. Good for you for knowing what you want and then learning how to put that in place. It's a process. And I don't think anyone learns this overnight. So again, don't put that kind of pressure on yourself. You're not right. supposed to know this in 24 hours. <laughs> but Jody, did you start off just with sort of you know, scripting or handwriting or mind mapping, for instance, your show notes? Um, did you uh, set everything out and then hand that to a VA to You know, I, I wrote, um, in a lot of cases, the way that I do my blog when I'm doing a solo episode, as opposed to an interview, is I will write a blog. And then I will speak it because I'm a voice actor. I'm used to performing a script. (laughs) That's where I'm more comfortable. So for me, that was how I started doing the solo episodes. And they're only like five minutes long. When it comes to the interviews, I mean, you do a summary of what you talk about, but you don't give away the farm because you want people to listen. Exactly. At the same time, you do want the links there. You want people to know what the episode is generally about. And I did that myself for a little while. And I got really tired of it because <laughs> it's a lot of work. <laughs> so, it does. Yeah. yeah. And I, I'm sure you guys know that. Um, yep. but I, yeah. I'm the one who does the production. And I do, I must admit, you know, if you're putting hours in. Oh, totally. Um, you yeah. Know, we, we only broadcast twice twice a month, first and third Friday. So that does help the, the, the load. But yeah. from the graphics and, you know, everything else, the editing. Um, but you see, I'm a little like you, Jody, is that handing that over and letting it go it's is hard. huge. And I just, I don't know what the magic point is. I suppose it's stepping into it and, and trying. Because I was listening to something the other day that said, you know, if you were looking at your month and you weren't making the income that you'd set for that month, what do you do? A, do you give up? the lattes, the massage, the et cetera, et cetera? Or do you try and sell more 
to make the money that you need to make for the income. And theoretically, if you look at it, the right answer should be you should try to sell more because giving up is not going to bring you in more money. Oh, no, not at all. But I would actually give you a third option. Uh, spend some money. <laughs> right, yeah. right. Yeah. Um, Abundance that's mindset. Scary. Yes, yeah. that is scary for a lot of people. And I think that's where the whole outsourcing thing gets left by the wayside because people are afraid to spend that money. Mm. But let me tell you from experience that when you spend that money, you're actually doing it to make money. <laughs> right, mm -hmm. yep. So that's, that's yeah. So selling, you're selling what you sell, but spending money on, as you said, the outsourcing. Do you have... Um, you know, that when you found people to help you with your mm -hmm. outsourcing, is there a specific place that you like to go to? Is it through referral from other colleagues and business? Mostly it's referrals. I think that um, there are virtual assistant, um, like, associations there. Right. And, and there are definitely services that you can go to that will charge you a monthly fee for a certain amount of stuff. But for me, I want to have a personal relationship with these people. And yes. so I want to, I want referrals. So, um, Originally, I found my social media manager through a mastermind group that I was a part of, and neither of us are a part of that mastermind anymore, but we're still working together. Absolutely. <laughs> Those are exactly. great bridges to other yeah. relationships. Yeah. 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 And she's fantastic. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's, you've had an opportunity when you're in a mastermind together. You know, Trish and I have been in a, a mastermind for whoops, over a year, but mm -hmm. you know, I think. Um, and you, the people that come in, you do, you get a chance to really know them. Yeah. Um, you know, so that is. I'll it's give a, a little business plug. to business type of a collaboration. <laughs> oh, totally, right. yeah. totally. Mm -hmm. And my audio engineer is actually a colleague of mine in Portugal who's a really talented oh. voiceover. Uh, his name's Umberto Franco, and he's really good at editing, and he does video editing and audio editing, and he's also a fantastic voice actor. And so, yeah, and, and I trust him. Like, this is, this is really key for the people that you're going to have on your team. Right. You need to trust that they know what they're doing and that they'll be able to deliver within the time frame you need with the quality that you need mm. and that can be you know hit or miss sometimes so you need to try sure. things out did you find when you approached people to work with you that they were prepared to um, start off and sort of give you a sample without stepping straight into charging or did you find yourself in a situation where you had to pay and then if you were disappointed you moved on I kind of had to do the second one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because I, you know, as a solopreneur myself, I don't expect people to give me anything for free. <laughs> right. I, I get it. Yeah. Yep. You yep. know, I understand. And, and I think there's a certain amount of we have to see how we work together within the working situation before right. it'll actually play itself out and we'll know if it'll work. <laughs> and Jody, yeah. do you put that into for our listeners and, mm -hmm. and for me too, I'm interested. Do you put that into the contract um, sort of like a grace period as any employer might do with an employee? Um, not a grace period, a review period, like a yeah. review I think that's you know, very smart to establish that in writing. So it's not just this gray area. Yeah, I'm less good on the whole contract thing, uh, other than the fact that I have an agreement with these people and they haven't given me a contract. So if, you know, I am a responsible person who wants to make sure that they are successful as well. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I, I, am respectful of their time and I hope that they'll be respectful of mine. And right. if it's not working out, it's a mutual thing. Usually it's not a, right. you, you know, both, just me. Yeah. You both <laughs> feel it. And I must admit, yeah. I've run my business like that on trust. Um, I've never had a contract. 
Um, I, I mean, I, I can see how they would be good. It's mm-hmm. not It's not that I think it's a bad idea. It's right. just that because of the way that I do it with people that I know personally before I start working with them, it's less about the contract and more about our personal integrity. That's great. Now, I think a lot differently than you too, because I have, I've been in sales for 30, boy, how old am I now? I've been in sales for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I, when I transitioned into coaching, one thing I learned right away is, especially with good relationships, it's mm-hmm. so important. At least I, I think trust is a wonderful thing, but it doesn't always get me through. I mean, when you have things in writing, sure. you can go back to expectations being confirmed. But you know, if it is a small circle, maybe communication is easier. And maybe I, you well, two are yeah. better with just putting it right out there and communicating. I think if you really want a contract, that going to a VA service is a very good thing to do because I know they will have a contract and they will have a very professional, uh, you know, staff that Mm -hmm, is there mm -hmm. to promote what they do and and keep them in business. So I imagine they're going to do the best they can and they will likely have a contract. And I'm not saying... Yeah, I'm not saying the contract is a bad idea. Definitely far from. I think it's a great idea. It's just that in the particular situations I've found myself, right, it's like trying to hand a contract to a friend. (laughs) Right. Yes. (laughs) No, that makes sense. And it really does depend on the business you're in. I think it really does. And it depends on the relationship. So that's a really good subject for our listeners to think about, too, is just what is their business and what are their needs? And Mm -hmm. the important thing as we talk about is knowing what you want to outsource. Yes. So being really clear on that before... But Jodie, there was That's another true. topic that I'd love for you to share with our audience sure. about. And I have, I guess, as I sharing with Trish a little earlier, kind of now starting to classify myself as an introvert um, and a business owner. But I never used to think of myself as an introvert. And I now look at it more as a sense of, yes, I, I love people and I love being with people and I love sure. talking to people. But then there comes a time that I need my downtime. Mm-hmm. I need my alone time. Yeah. And, you know, how would you share being an introvert and a business owner and demystifying that, oh, an introvert doesn't get on with people? <laughs> I think there are introverts that don't get on with people. <laughs> But but I, I don't think and that probably extroverts too, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. But yeah. but I think the difference between introvert and extrovert, and I am sure I did not come up with this definition. I know it's been defined by many other people. It's how you regain your energy. So if you regain your energy by being at peace and being by yourself, and like for me, I don't even listen to music. I need silence. <laughs> I just I just need to recover myself. Um, you know, sit by myself, silence, maybe, you know, read a little social media for a bit, whatever, just by myself. And that replenishes my energy. The extroverted person needs to be in a group to replenish their energy. They need that group dynamic that they they feed off feed of off, energy. Feed off, I was going to say, yes. That, yeah, that other people give them. And, and I think that's just as valid as anything else. It's not that either of them are less valid than the other. It's just that that's how we're made. And I think it's a mixture of what you experienced as a kid 
and how you yep. regained your comfort level, I guess. I agree with that. I agree with that. Kind of with the dynamic we were raised in. That's yes. Nice. Yeah. And as a business owner, when you find yourself you know, having to deal with a lot of people or you're doing guest podcasts, mm-hmm. or you, how do you then balance that? Um, it's a good question. Uh, I make sure I have peace before and after. So I I have set aside these particular pieces of time so that I can either interview someone, be interviewed, do a seminar, spend time with people, whatever I'm doing, go to a conference, whatever. When I'm at a conference, I need my own room. <laughs> so that's one big thing. Get your own room and then you can just go when you need and not have to explain it to anyone and just disappear for a little while. Come back when you're ready. So self-awareness and yes. boundary setting is what oh, I'm yeah. hearing. Definitely. And if you really can pay attention to that, you're going to probably do very well, which you are doing. <laughs> it takes time, like anything, to understand how you can play to your own strengths. Right. But once you do, and I mean, especially midlife women, I mean, we need to, you know, first of all, we need to listen to ourselves because mm-hmm. we end up doing for a lot of other people before doing for ourselves. Amen. Right? Amen. Okay. So listen to yourself and what you need, but you would have had that time to sort of try and figure it out. <laughs> yeah. You know, there's you, because we're a little older, right? <laughs> right. And then you can show up as your best yes. self if you've yes. given yourself the, those breaks and capacity as opposed to blocking your calendar with so much and go, go, going and another yeah. phone call on top of that and another this is that as you, I like that, you know, just blocking up little little blocks of time. Yeah. And by um, the way, if I could just add in, I think this ties right in is time blocking. Mm-hmm. When that subject comes up with clients, and I know even um, some friends of ours, they resist that phrase of time blocking because they think, <laughs> oh, I'm not going to fill up my schedule. I thought you were supposed to coach me on how to open it up. Yeah. Well, as you both know, and to your point, Jody, time blocking can very much be about protecting our time. And like Definitely. you said, which I think is brilliant what you said, having time before and blocking time after to recover, to think, to process, to shift gears. Mm-hmm. So good for you. I think I think that can be a form of very healthy time blocking. Yeah. And so, I think there's one other thing that people need to keep in mind, and that is that no one needs to be productive every second of the day. There's nothing that says that you can't just Netflix and chill whenever you well you know, said. Right? If yeah. you if you get your work done, well if said. you know what you right. need to do and you have that done, don't feel guilty because so not you're all relaxing. day, not all day. Yes. Are you being clear about day. that? No, okay. Yeah. <laughs> all right, listeners, get off the couch. She's not saying you should be watching Netflix all day. You need to <laughs> do, do what you need to do. Yes, right. but, but all I'm saying is. Yeah, you don't need to to be productive every second of the day. There's nothing that says that you have to be in front of your computer 24 hours a day working it. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) because you need to be a well-rounded human being in order to be someone that anyone wants to be near. (laughs) Right. And that's well, that brings me into also recognizing personally yourself when you are the most creative or productive and then leaving those tedious tasks, if they be admin or financial or something like that, to those times when you are, you know, eyes almost ready to take a nap. Let's do these boring things. And so just recognizing when you're at your best, doing what you want to do that, as you talk about, you know, doing the work that you do and giving, delegating some of those other things, but stepping into that that what what time of the day works for you? So, Jody, this has been wonderful. I wondered if you had one piece of advice that you would just leave our listeners with in any any advice as far as being a solopreneur. 
I would say run your own race. I know that a lot of us are really keen on watching social media and seeing how everyone is successful and everyone's doing these wonderful things and, you know, relaxing on their back deck with a drink kind of thing, you know, like when they're, you know, hashtag blessed, right, <laughs> you know, all of this, right? right? Yeah. Just for the camera. Yeah, yeah. just, yeah, yeah, right. But my my advice would be that everyone goes at their own pace. So if you're starting as a solopreneur and you're just beginning, there's things you're going to have to do that will get you on your way to being hashtag blessed. <laughs> and and you, it may take some time and it may take you more time than someone else. It, it, it You know, you don't know what you're comparing your journey to, really. You don't know where they started out. You don't know how long they've been working at it. You don't know how many failures they had in their past. Mm-hmm. Right. All of these things, you don't know anything, really. I love so, that. I love that. <laughs> yeah. So enjoy yeah. the Run journey. Your own race. Yeah, run your own race race and enjoy the journey because that's part of it all is the process of right now here today. That's what we're learning as opposed to always searching for moving forward. Well, give uh, yourself some grace too. I mean, none of us are perfect. We all have lessons to learn and failure is a a way to learn. It's not the end. (laughs) And this allows you to be authentic. And isn't that who we want to do business with is the people that we resonate with. So that is wonderful. Mm -hmm. Well, I want to thank our audience for listening to this episode. And if you have loved what you've listened to today about self-employment, strategies to delegate and being an introvert in the biz world, we'd love you to share this episode with your friends. And before we sign off, I just wanted to say a little more about myself. I am Carol. I love to share systems and tools to help you get things done. If you like traveling like I do and want to find time to plan your social media content ahead of time, take a look at my mini course that I share with three tools to simplify And you'll find that at simplystart.biz. And I'm Trish. I'm a certified professional life coach. I work in the areas of stress and burnout with daily practices that help my clients return to what I call their sweet spot and really enjoy um, a calmer, more centered uh, daily existence. So, and my website is healthylifemindset.com. Jody, thanks for coming today. Uh, thanks so much for having me. This was fun. <laughs> Jody, are there special social platforms that people can find you on that you like to connect, where you uh, like to play? Well, I'm on Facebook, I'm on Twitter, and I'm on LinkedIn. And I'm also on Clubhouse. And in fact, oh, uh, yeah, on, on uh, Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern, I have a chat about the power of sound every Wednesday. Lovely. I will look up for you on Clubhouse. I know yeah. I had that as a note and I know that we're running out of time. I would have <laughs> loved okay. both Trish and I to have shared more about Clubhouse <laughs> with you as we find our way. But um, I will put the details in our show notes so that you'll sure. know where to find Jody And Great. Let everybody else know, both Trish and myself like to hang out on LinkedIn as well as the other mm-hmm. platforms. Yep. And for those listening, if you have a story to share with our audience, pop over to our website, which is connectinspirecreate.com, and you'll see a little button where you can either record a message for us or send us a message. And we will be back with another episode on the first and third Friday of each month. Till then, take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye.